Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now crank this motherfucker up. The finest ingredients are right in the, the mix. The first cut on this record has been cross-format focused for airplay success. Yo, it's Ryan Clinton, the Hip Hop Hercules, the Hip Hop Restoring. We got a very special guest on the line, Dr. Miami. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm happy to hear that, man. I'm happy to hear that. So right off the top, tell the people what they should be tuned into the evening of March 31st. March 31st, it's a Friday at 10 o'clock on WeTV. Right after the Mama June plastic surgery reveal, my show, Dr. Miami, premieres. And it is the most insane, interesting, funny, mind-blowing plastic surgery program ever to be created or put on TV. I was reading about it real quick on the website and it said uh, soap opera drama. Now, I've seen all like smiles usually on the Snapchat. So I didn't know that there was this serious drama side. Tell me about that. Uh, The drama happens more with the patient. So my Snapchat is, you know, if you watch my Snapchat, it's it's a lot of surgery. Um, It's kind of the goofy antics that go on in the office. Um, I've got a great team of women around me that are smart and funny, and we just have a good time at work. What you don't see, though, because obviously my Snapchat is me, from my point of view, my phone, what you don't see is the patient's perspective and what goes on when patients make a decision to come see a plastic surgeon or to come see me, and the dynamics between them and their family and their friends, and some of them are for it, some of them are against it, you know. Even in this day and age, plastic surgery is a little controversial. So the elements of the TV show where the drama is, obviously sometimes the girls have their little things back and forth in the office, but it's mainly in the patients and the recovery and the the family dynamics that go into um, someone deciding to have a plastic surgery procedure. And it's pretty interesting. And and also you get to see things that don't show on the Snapchat, like the recovery process, um, you know, before, the after, you know, later that kind of thing it's cool i love when you do the snapchat you obviously have come become famous for like using the uh emojis to cover up such and such now there's got to be some serious process with uh press release forms and stuff for the most part are we gonna see the faces of patients are they gonna be signed off off? no they're all signed off all the patients on the tv should see their faces you see just about everything it's pretty raw i mean obviously because it's able um, and, you know, it's TV and it, it and it, it's broadcast. There's going to be some blurring out of some private parts, which obviously we don't do that on Snapchat. Um, but in the TV show, there'll be some blurring of that, but it's still pretty raw. You see the old surgical footage, you see everybody's face. All the patients that are on the show obviously have given permission for that. You know, as do all the patients on the Snapchat. They also give permission, but some of them want their faces, some of them don't. But on the TV show, it's all... It's all out in the open. You've had some public uh, celebrities come out and and have no problem. I know Sky did it. I think a couple yeah. other, you know, people from VH1. They've been on the show. They have no problem showing their faces, as I think they shouldn't, right? You know, everybody does it these days. Why not just be open about it? That's what I. Um, that's, this- what I that's what I. That's what I think. It, I think it's so common, and there's no reason anybody should be embarrassed to to have it. And that's what it always puzzles me now when celebrities try to get away with pretending like they didn't have surgery. You know, in this day and age of social media, you know, we know we see your pictures. We know what you looked like three months ago. It's, it's not like you were miraculously grew breasts in three months or your lips suddenly got bigger or you suddenly got curvier. We know it's something. 
And so I, I think it boggles my mind why celebrities still in this day and age try to pretend like they don't use plastic surgery. I mean, everybody does. Well, why can't they admit it too? No, I know. That brings me to the idea of, I know that this, you've already touched upon this. It was a little while ago with the Nicki Minaj thing. And uh, she brought she brought you up, right? She said, blah, blah, she, blah. Yeah, she, she, she called me. Look, look, I think Nicki Minaj is a, an extremely talented rapper, an amazing performer, a beautiful woman, and, and really a pop icon. You know, but look, you know, she had stuff done. That's, there's no, there's no denying it. She can't, you know. So at least for all her millions of fans and young women look up to her, at least it, it, the truth, you know. And and it's not the end of the world, you know. It, it, there's, there's no stigma attached to it. So why deny it? That's all. So, as an expert, how positive are you that she's had butt work done? Um, as an expert, I would say thousand uh, percent. All right. And also, Kim Kardashian, you insinuated that she has a fake butt as well. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, listen, the, all the Kardashians have availed themselves to plastic surgery of one kind or another. Um, whether it be breast, tummy, butt, etc., lips, um, noses, probably. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, just go down the list. All the Kardashians have had work. So... Yeah. All right. So who is a celebrity with that's like famous for their assets? You know, that from a professional outlook, you would say is all natural. That you'd be confident to say. That. Someone who is like a hundred percent all natural. That's. I mean, gosh, you know, that's a that's a great question for me because I never really think about the natural. Always <laughs> thinking about the <laughs> not natural. Um, you know what? I'm gonna have to go back and think about that for a while. I don't think I got it. I don't think I have anybody on the t- my tongue really. Hillary Clinton. That's it. Uh, oh no, she's been stretched and wretched. You can't tell me she's all natural. <laughs> I try some Botox. No, I'm trying to think who's all natural. I don't know. Barbara Bush. So all presidential wives is what you've got in mind. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Melania. Melania doesn't work. Sure. Um, nothing wrong with that. But uh, I think, like, people in the public eye, like women, um, celebrities that are completely all natural, I mean, including Botox and stuff like that, I don't think that exists. Really. No, like, well, if about- you're in the public eye, if you are uh, an actress, a singer, a, a performer of some kind, and you're getting your picture taken, you know, hundreds of times, thousands of times, why wouldn't you want to look the best? Why wouldn't you want to have a little help if you could especially as you get older I don't get it now tell me what uh, a beauty warrior is a beauty warrior is uh, a name that we have for women look there's a a, there's this idea that plastic surgery is taking the easy way out and there's really nothing easy about plastic surgery from the patient's perspective it, it involves surgery bruising swelling recovery uh, discomfort, pain, etc. You know, um, and so the idea of a beauty warrior is a person who understands that they're willing to make those sacrifices to look uh, to look better. You know, it's uh, a woman that's com- confident, and comfortable enough to, to do that. You know, it takes courage to change. You know, and that's what we call, we call our we call our patients beauty warriors, um, and that's sort of the hashtag we use in our practice and on our social media. 
I respect that. I respect anything that's that. worth anything that's worth anything is worth fighting for. It takes it takes sacrifice. That's it. That's what a warrior does. Yeah, it's not like it's pain free or freer of any kind, really. No, no. I get a haircut, you know. Yeah. All right. So, when did you become a, a fan of hip hop? What makes you tied into hip hop? Hip hop. I mean, look, I grew up in. I'm a child of the '80s, early '90s New York scene. So it's kind of been in me for a long time. And, uh, it, you know, people don't realize, or maybe, maybe maybe they don't show it on TV or in the movies, but people don't realize that surgeons and operating rooms, we do play music, and the musical play is whatever the surgeon's preference is, um, you know, that particular day. Uh, so I think people were, so to other surgeons, it's not surprising to hear music being played while operations are going on, but the Snapchat gives people a window into that, into that, into that world that people never saw before and for some reason the fact that it's in the hip hop uh, you know surprises people maybe and uh, you know gives them a new a new uh, idea of what doctors and what surgeons do and what they're like but as far as liking hip hop I, I just it's just something I like you know like uh, I, yeah see I, see I know of doctors playing music in during operations things of that sort I think it is the fact that it's hip hop that throws people off because I've seen you being criticized for like kind of the the lacks uh, in the room how it's you're talking to the phone people think that you're like you know you're taking it not so seriously but really your work speaks for itself right oh speaks no for itself, yeah right? no yeah, no, yeah, no. We we take it. We take the operation part very seriously, and the part of the operation you see on the Snapchat. Remember, the Snapchat is snippets of the operation. So a Brazilian butt lift, for example, takes about three hours. But the the amount of Snapchat time that you see of the surgery is maybe three or four minutes. So it's just a small portion where we're kind of bantering. Now there's still banter going on even in other parts, but you know, it's not like I'm talking into the phone for three and a half hours, not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, the other thing is, you know, the music in the background actually, and there's a few studies that have shown that music in the operator helps surgeons perform better. Maybe it's because we relax a little bit more. Maybe it's because it, it, it kind of you know, activates a part of our brain that allows us to, to be more um, creative or you know, light brain-minded. Um, but it's not a negative thing, at least in my OR. Um, but yeah, but you should remember that the Snapchat that you see is only a small portion of the actual operation. You don't see, and frankly, watching a complete operation live for three and a half hours would be kind of boring in real time. You know, the Snapchat allows us to condense it to just the exciting parts. Gotcha, gotcha. Now I know that the Snapchat originally started from your was your daughter's idea, correct? Right, right. I, I didn't know what Snapchat was until she introduced me. Vague idea that it was for sexting, and that's about all I knew about it. <laughs> okay, well, fortunately, you're not using it for that in the public eye. Um, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm married with five kids, man. Yeah, don't go, don't go, Anthony Weiner out here, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, one thing I was curious was about because you got shows like Botch, you know, um, and then the, a lot of the doctors on TV are, tend to be therapists, Doctor Oz, Doctor Phil, things like that. And you are you're kind of boring, boring, bo- a little bit. Yeah, it's not, it's not, re- it's not really the same thing. Exactly, you got more stuff going on. So what what made you kind of did you want to take a path of fame? Did you did it kind of just like come to you? Is it a part of like you know selling the product? What is it? 
you know, it's, it's a little bit of everything, but I was, as a little kid, I was never like, oh, I want to be famous when I grew up. I wanted to be a surgeon. I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. I wanted to be a doctor. That is what, you know, drove me through school and training and everything else. It was, you know, after, and the social media stuff didn't start till I was about 10 years into my private practice. Um, and, you know, it wasn't even my idea to begin with. The, um, I had some patients come in and basically said that my social media stuff was terrible and boring and that nobody cared what I ate for dinner and what pictures of vacation and stuff like that. That all people wanted to see on my social media was my before and after pictures. And so once I started posting that, suddenly it kind of took off. And I've always been a, like a natural extrovert. Um, I like make, making people laugh. And, uh, you know, a lot of doctors and plastic surgeons, especially, are kind of creative types. And so the, the, the social media and the Instagram, the Snapchat, it, it was it sort of a natural fit. I had no idea that millions of people were going to start following me. That is, That was just, you know, luck or, or you know, just, it just happened to happen. Um, but I, I do enjoy it. And uh, maybe a little bit too much to my wife's chagrin, <laughs> you know, but I do like it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to the show, man. I'm I'm looking forward to what what's to come. Um, thank you for talking. Thank you for calling in. This is Ryan Clinton, the Hip Hop Hercules, Doctor Miami. Any last thoughts from listeners and fans? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, you know, beauty is power. That's what we say here. And uh, tune into the show on March 31st, Friday night, 10 p.m. on We TV. Set your DVRs. It, you, you will not believe what you see. It's, it's quite different from any plastic surgeon show. Any any medical show you've ever seen on TV. Um, can I ask you a question? What's what's your favorite hip-hop group right now? You have to pick, if you had something something like something new that you heard in the last 12 months that, that is maybe underappreciated or you just you feel has got it. Underappreciated. I would say Absol from uh, TD, Kendrick Lamar's boy, Absol's uh, album, Do What Thou Wilt. Just people did not give that enough attention. Yep. Right on. Okay. Well, I'm going to listen to it now. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. <laughs>